The return up for Parlo. Leaves it off. Here's Mia Hamm. In the box. The shot. Go. She's got the record. Hey everyone, my name is Sabria Whitaker and I'm the founder of Grow the Game. Erica Piancastelli here, Tokyo 2021 Olympian. This is Carly Jackson, professional goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes. Hey everyone, this is Connor Moore, the social media manager of the Chicago Sky. You are now listening to Women's Sports Matter. Women's Sports Matter. Hosted by Gianna Belcastro. Alete Okunpawale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. everyone and welcome to another episode of Women's Sports Matter, a podcast that is your one-stop shop for all things women's sports. My name is Gianna Castro, and I am your host. It's a wonderful morning today, probably the earliest episode I will ever record, which is okay because my sleep schedule is so bad. Please do not ask me what time I go to bed because it will be a horrendous 1 a.m., 12.30 a.m. type deal and my family will not be happy about that. Um, but I'm trying to work on it, okay? It's it's work in progress. You got to trust the process. I hate to say it as I'm wearing a Boston Celtics hat, but I will steal the Philadelphia 76ers saying. Anyway, today I've got someone joining me for an episode. Would you like to introduce yourself, please? Yeah, of course. So my name is Ann Tokarski. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ann Tokarski. And I've been involved in the women's hockey space for almost three, almost maybe three and a half, four years now. Um, definitely. Oh, wow. I guess it is four years because um, I got involved with the 2018 Olympics. So four years and a bit. But anyways, you don't need to know all that. Um, yeah, I just love women's hockey. I love all women's sports. And I'm really excited to be on the podcast today. Woo! podcast in the early morning what's not to love what is not to love all right let's just get straight into things I want to know more specifically like how you got into the women's hockey space like was there a specific moment or was just like oh I'm just gonna watch this sport now because yeah so (laughs) I think that's relatable for a lot of people (laughs) but for me um when I was 16 uh, it was 2018, and it was the Beijing. Oh, wow, not Beijing Olympics. Uh, the Pyeongchang Olympics in um, South Korea, and I just remember it was really late, and I ha- I was like looking for something to watch because I'm like only patriotic around the Olympics or like international women's hockey competitions, and I was like, okay, like I want to watch like a USA sport right now, but like there's like the only thing that's on is like women's hockey, and I was like, I didn't even know women played hockey and I've been like a men's hockey fan for a pretty long time at that point but I was kind of like so shocked that women played hockey and I was like okay like I'm gonna watch this and so I followed all the games of that Olympic tournament and then stayed up till like 
like one in the morning watching a gold medal game and it was like on a school night and I just like remember being like like I wanted to talk to people about it because I was so excited but naturally it was 1am and so I just remember going to school the next day and being like hey everyone did you know that women played hockey and like did you know that like they just won the gold medal at the Olympics like their first in 20 years and people were like yeah like okay and I was like okay like your enthusiasm is not what I'm looking for so I've kind of already been on like men's hockey Twitter so I kind of just like started looking for like I guess women's hockey Twitter and that kind of got me involved and then I started writing for the Ice Garden and then I started writing for the Nive newsletter and now I'm here. Now I'm here. There, yes. there you go. I started watching hockey, women's hockey specifically. I never got into men's hockey. I think like there was so much hype around the, the Blackhawks. Um, mm-hmm. My mom actually worked downtown for a bit. So she witnessed a few of these parades and she was like, oh, there's people climbing the like poles and whatever. And, and, and so bad for business. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, damn they win all this stuff and then people really go nuts and then where's that excitement for like women's sports in general um one of my coworkers actually was talking to me about the chicago sky uh, the championship parade and how the crowd like dwindled down it started out really big well that's what i've heard but i don't have championship parades at wednesdays at 11 a.m yeah I feel like that's my my thing um because I really wanted to go to that but going back to women's hockey I started watching the PHF what was it two years ago to like create coverage on here because I was like I can't just do basketball and soccer even though that's the old logo um it is the old logo hint there's gonna be a new one keep it keep an eye out for that but I wanted to expand my coverage on here so I was like, I'm going to watch a sport that I don't like. And then I fell in love with the PHF. And I'm like, what's up with that? So, yeah, I feel you also on the, like, trying to talk to people about, it. again, started the podcast, to talk to people about women's sports because no one in my family still wants to talk with me about women's sports because they're being haters. They just listen to me here. And then they're like, oh, we're not going to talk to you about it. Okay, fine. Fine. Have it your way. You can talk about the bears all you want. Who even wants to talk about the Bears? Aren't they, like, really bad? <laughs> I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. All I know is Justin Fields, and that's it. Justin yeah, Fields. I actually went to school with Justin Fields for a year at Ohio State. But it's not like we knew each other, so, like, I don't know why I said I'm gonna that. going to boo the Ohio State. Boo. I'm also going to boo Illinois. Boo. Okay, well, maybe I should just drop out of school to, like, make you happy. You can go to Nebraska with me. That's so far away. It is so far away. It is very far away. I did not have many options. I would like would like to point out because um, I didn't give myself enough options, but I really like the program. So we can be quote unquote rivals, even though I heard okay. Illinois and Nebraska has no rivalry. We're gonna make yeah, one right now. So yes, okay. There we go. Okay. There we have it. Yeah, I'm anti-Nebraska right now. Well, I've always been anti-Illinois. Here's a question for you that I've brought up on a few episodes. Does Central Illinois exist? Central and Southern Illinois, does it exist in your mind? Yeah, because the University of Illinois is in East Central Illinois. (laughs) No, it doesn't exist. Then what what would you categorize Champaign as? I've never heard of the town. Oh. 
Well, has, do you know where Danville is? But it doesn't. It's not real. It's made up. Oh, okay, okay. It's made up. I mean, yeah. It's like kind of a liminal space when you're there. So like, I, I get that. I I have beef with Central and, and Southern Illinois. I think they didn't exist. Mostly be okay. Whose show is this? Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> For people that are watching or aren't watching, I'm doing this is my morning, like my my show. It doesn't exist. But I would like to ask you, since you do go to school in, in central Illinois, are there a lot of like redneck type people down there? Because I've never been to Champaign. And I assume that this is what it's like. Also, because I driving home from Missouri, I was in Springfield at a Portillo's and I saw a Confederate flag on a dude's truck. And I was like, okay, we're going to leave now. So I just want to know about that real quick. Um, well, Champaign is like, like, it's not urban like Chicago, but like it is a college campus. And I think college campuses tend to be more liberal. And like, yeah, there are like a bunch of like conservative students. Um, like there was one time when I was walking through the quad and there were like very graphic anti-abortion um, posters. And I was oh, like, God. oh, like I like, okay. Was like, it like I older really... people? Yeah. Oh, it's those folks. There's like, it's like, like there are townies and they kind of like come to campus sometimes to like preach. Oh, I love that. I, I can't <laughs> wait for that. I can't wait for that. If you like, shut the hell up. Yeah. You're the one. I just like kind of just like keep my head down, like mind my business, but. I would kind of, I feel like what I would want to do is like interact with them, but like as a joke type thing where it's like, oh, tell mm-hmm. me more. And just, just like waste their explaining. time. You see that? Do you do you watch Stranger Things? Uh, I watched the first season and then I kind of forgot to watch the rest. Okay, well, there's this scene in the newer episode. It's like I guess Netflix is like they made put it like a TikTok of it out there. Um, there's this one scene where they're the one of the characters is asking these people to join a school club, and so I, since you watched the first season, I don't think you would know who this character is. Um, but it's Sadie Sink's character, and so oh, she's yeah, like a really I, sarcastic yeah. type person. And the Dustin asks Sadie Sink's character, Max, if she wants to join this club, and she's like starting off like all real interested, but it's like sarcasm. And so that's mm-hmm. what I feel like I would do to these amazing people that are um, wasting their time on a school campus, thinking they can change yeah. people's minds while holding up some random photo of a the clump of cells oh i said it everyone there you go i'm gonna drink some water now i love that for us here um let it let's talk about this amazing tournament happening in madison wisconsin that will be over by the time this show comes out tomorrow but for those that have no idea what i'm talking about would you like to explain what's happening yeah, of course. So it is the IIHF U18 Women's World Championship, which is basically where there are eight teams from a variety of countries across the world. Um, the US and Canada are obviously participating and both are actually going to be playing in the gold medal game today at um, Le Bon Arena, home of the Wisconsin Badgers. But 
basically the tournament just features hockey's best and brightest players that are under 18. So you have players who aren't, who are committed to college, but haven't played collegiately yet because I think most uh, college students like attend after their 18th birthday. I don't know. I was 17, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways. um, Yeah. It's just going to be really exciting. I think to get my first like real in-person international tournament. And cause I've only ever been to like a couple um, I've only ever been to collegiate games actually. So going to see my first international tournament is going to be really cool. I think. Hockey is fun from what I've learned. I mean, I, for people that aren't aware, which I've talked about on here a few times, but Chicago Wolves are in the playoffs. And if they would like to win their game tomorrow, which is, I guess, technically today, if you're listening, when this episode comes out, they're going to the AHL championship, but they got to beat Stockton. They got to beat the Heat. That's a good saying. Yeah. I mean, what team is that? The Celtics. And so now the, the Wolves are stealing that. Whatever, I'll allow it both of my teams, I guess. But hockey is, is fun from what I've learned. Is there any moments from the years that you've been watching that have uh, stood out and you're like, oh, this was such a great play. Like people should go and watch this right now. Um, I don't know about plays in particular, but the moment that really stuck out to me, um, and you're going to hate this, but Ohio State won the national championship um, in March. And I was actually able to be there thanks to the generosity of so many people who contributed to my GoFundMe and like as a former Ohio State student and like I have friends on the team like just getting to see that and see like all of their hard work come to fruition and like like I have this video of them like as the clock winds down and like you see them like jumping over the boards and like going to mob their goaltender it's just like like in that moment like watching that pure joy I was like okay like like people have to like be into this like I don't know how you could like witness that and like just be like I don't care like the emotion in the arena was like it was so ridiculous like it was so good and the vibes were so good and I was just like like straight up I think I cried but like that's neither here nor there I mean boo Ohio State but good good for their hockey team I'll say like big thumbs up to them Congrats on that. Who did they play in that game? Was it like a Minnesota team or something? It was Minnesota Duluth, yeah. Minnesota Duluth. Is that D1? Is that that was D1? Yeah. I always, I always assumed it was D2. I guess that's that's on me. Oh well, because I only knew about I knew about the other like schools within the University of Minnesota um, programs and whatnot, but I didn't. I don't know usually where all these different things are at. Like I was so shocked when I found out that University of Illinois Chicago is D1 a few years ago. I was like, what the hell? I just think it's like the smaller schools type thing. I don't know. That's on me. That really is on me. I I know my stuff now. So doing the I mean, research. If it, makes you, if it makes you feel better, I didn't know it was D1 until like three seconds ago. So also, like, Chicago State didn't find out that was a school until, like, well, my friend runs this account called Did Chicago Win? 
And mm-hmm. so the, the Chicago State, I've never, never heard of it until like last year. And I was like, there's a school in my state that is called Chicago State and they're D1 since when? Yeah. Love learning things every day. The, the more you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I keep saying that my, my slogan of the year or of the season should be the more you know and insert the, the gif here type thing because I yeah. just keep saying that the more the more knowledge you get is the, the more you know love that for this show and I love that at 9 30 in the morning really really gets you going you know the, the first thing you think about is a is a new fact in, in the morning and it's like oh the more you know and it's like the 80s gif of uh, yeah more, you know from NBC but I've mentioned yep. that every single episode this season I'm pretty sure so as you, you should if you're tired of that who cares my show there you go yeah you do you so this year I had the opportunity to vote for end of season awards in the PHF which was like pff, oh my god and you also got to do that too so I did for people that don't know what that's about and what that process is like, can you explain that? And then can you explain your votes? I cannot recall off the top of my head who I voted for. I do have the, the email of my, uh, the receipt of my votes, but I, I'm pretty sure no one wants to hear about that. So you go ahead and tell everyone what that was about, uh, the process for that and why you voted for certain folks. Oh yeah, so my friend and former colleague, Mike Murphy actually helped out the PHF with coordinating that. And it was basically just each team in the league nominated a player for each award. So I think it was the coaches and nominated a player from their team. So like the Toronto Six's best defender, like Mark Joslin nominated Lindsay Eastwood. And then um, when we voted, we were given all the candidates as selected by the coaches and we had to rank them in like our top three. So um, I don't know, my votes are in retrospect kind of bad, but it is what it is. (laughs) I I looked at the, I was following the awards on Twitter and Mm -hmm. I looked and I was like, okay, the person I voted for did not win. I probably should have voted for that person. Uh, that vote was a little questionable but it's whatever it's okay (laughs) hopefully more opportunities in the future where I can um take a little bit more time to vote uh but it was really nice to be included in that yeah so that was that was a first for me hopefully here's here's some more yes I will always advocate you for I will always advocate for you to have a vote in the future Gotta love the PHF and, and voting yes. for end of season awards. That was, um, I mean, I literally asked. I was like, "Hey, can I? I I cover it sometimes. Can I? Can I vote?" <laughs> and he was like, As "Sure." He, he was like, "Sure." And I was like, "Okay." And then I got the email, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know this was gonna actually happen." And so I told my family. It didn't seem like they were excited, but I was excited. So that's all that matters. I was pretty pumped. And I, let's turn to the TV deal that the PHF has. And also for, I watched one of the world championship games while I was at work, of course, because baseball gets boring sometimes. And that was on ESPN plus. 
do you think women's hockey is going to stay on ESPN plus, or do you think it's going to get moved on to regular television anytime soon? Um, I would say in the near future, I think it might stay on a platform like ESPN plus just because when you look at a league, like the WNBA or a league, like the NWSL, like it took them a really long time to get like their cable TV deals. So I think like right now, especially while like there are the two leagues, like I think it might be a little like, I think people don't want to step up, like people in the TV industry don't want to like do the wrong thing, quote unquote. But like, I don't know. I think women's hockey is like something some that you have to take a risk on sometimes. So like, you know, like I would love to see it on like CBS or like, I guess like Paramount or whatever, or even like ABC or like, I know NBC doesn't do, doesn't exist anymore, but NBC sports doesn't exist anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I'd love to see it on like TNT. Like, I think that'd be cool. Primetime PHF coverage. Yeah, TNT. it even sounds good. There we go. That, that's the name for it, too. And you got to credit yeah. us, PHF. You got to credit us. Yeah. Don't take our ideas. Just saying. I, <laughs> I was telling my mom, I was like, so you're not going to buy the package deal of Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN. I'm going to have to buy it myself because I want to start covering women's hockey more. And I can't do that unless I have however many dollars ESPN plus costs. So that will be an expense that I will pay for so I can cover women's hockey. Um, I was a little upset last year when they announced that because I was like, oh, another streaming service that I have to buy. But at least there's somewhere where you can watch them. And I feel like that is a point that people forget about. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like women's hockey. Well, I guess I do. Someone asked me if I was like a fan of hockey and I was like, well, I just work in hockey. And I feel like as, as I've gotten to see more games, went to my first hockey game last year because I get tickets from the Wolves. So it was like, oh, I guess I can see why people like this. I do have beef with the Blackhawks, though. I don't have beef. Well, I have beef with all the men's hockey teams in uh, Northern Illinois. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. (laughs) And and it's funny, because my family would be like, Gianna, why don't you like the Blackhawks? And it's like, have you seen the news? Do you read things online? And it's like, I don't have to explain it to you. You should be pissed off about this. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the men's hockey world and also the women's where so many, like, quote unquote, controversies and bad things that have happened. So how do people see all this and be like, okay, how can I still watch this part? How can I still support these people? Obviously, not there's not bad things going on everywhere. But what should people keep in mind when you see all this bad stuff going on in in hockey? Um, For me personally, I mean, I'm not a huge men's hockey fan anymore. So like, and also I like don't really have an answer to the question as it pertains to men's hockey. But I think when you think about the controversy in women's hockey, like the main controversy is the PWHPA versus the PHF. And like, I don't even know if I would call that like a controversy, you know, but like, it's the thing that like everyone like talks about. So I guess 
my stance on it is just remember that the athletes are human. Remember that they want the best, not only for themselves, but for future generations. And just kind of like, I don't know, like I trust the players to advocate for what's best for themselves. And I'll do anything I can to help them advocate for themselves. But in the end, I think they're who we should be listening to. You know, if a player says, oh, like, I don't want to play in the PHF or, oh, I don't want to play in the PAWHPA, like, that's the best decision for them. And, like, we just have to respect that, you know? Like, there's no, like, moral, like, oh, the PWHPA is, like, evil. Oh, the PHF is evil. It's just kind of, like, like, what works for everyone, someone else might not work for you, you know? And, like, I feel like we just have to respect that. How do we feel about the NHL trying to <laughs> trying to make one league? Any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm kind of disenchanted with the NHL's involvement in women's hockey. Like, in the beginning, it was like, oh, like, this is so cool. Like, they might, like, have, like, the WNBA model. And then it's like, they're just, like, not trying. And they, like, don't care. And it's like, okay, like, I... Like, I'm just so done with them trying to, like, you know. Be involved. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, you tried. It's, it's like yeah. MLS teams with NWSL teams from what I've seen. It's um, so with, like, Sporting Kansas City, they were, like, so awful to uh, the former, what was it? Kansas City. Was it Kansas City FC, the the former NWSL team before it shut down? I don't know how many years ago. I just became well, I just became a soccer fan like a few years ago. So I'm still I'm still trying to learn about all the older teams that have come and gone. <laughs> Those rest in peace, you know, to to Utah Royals FC and Boston Breakers and all that. Oh my God! But Kansas, uh, Sporting Kansas City treated the nwsl team in kansas city like poorly and i think they were like they wouldn't let the current play at their stadium or something last year so they had a play i forgot where they played it was it i think it was a baseball park so there's that and there's like other stuff going on with like other nwsl teams and mls teams some of them have great partnerships i guess where you know, the Chicago Red Stars and the Fire are going to do a double header. Now, they're not involved business-wise in terms of ownership, but it's nice to see that, oh, we can do double headers and it can be a fun time, or hopefully it will be. I have beef with Arnhem, so he doesn't, this is the only, the only Red Stars match I'm going to go to and maybe pay for and be like, hey, I'm going to go enjoy this game in, in Chicago for real, for real Chicago, not the Bridgeview Red Stars, because that's what I feel like their name should be. But men's sports teams or men's sports leagues trying to get involved in women's sports leagues doesn't always end up well. And every time I see that kind of involvement, it's like, mm, maybe let's not do that. Maybe let's just have them uh, be on their own here. I want to ask you also with the, I guess here's another PHF controversy, which is something that I kind of am trying to learn a little bit about is the team ownership aspect of PHF, the, the PHF teams aren't like three of them owned by the same person or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. 
and it's like this this one Russian dude or something. Is that is that uh, correct? He I don't think he's Russian, but he is involved. Or, he's the chairperson of a Russian uh, tech corporation. I think his last name looks some European thing. I can't quite. It maybe I'm thinking about someone else, or maybe it's just the Russia part. Yeah, John Boynton. Yeah, that dude. That's what I'm trying yeah. to talk about. There we go. Yeah, that that man. I'm still trying to wake up, so I apologize <laughs> for everyone listening. I apologize, but um, for long story short, for people that don't know about what's going on, can you just explain that a little bit? This will also be a little refresher for me as well. Um, what what the hell is going on with this dude? Yeah. So, are you talking about John Boyne specifically, or are you yeah, talking we'll, about we'll, the owner? we'll go with with John. Okay, so I honestly will admit to not being, um, I don't really know because I'm not like super well educated on this topic, but I know Alex Azzy of um, On Her Turf, which is a subsect of NBC Sports that covers women's sports. Um, she wrote a really great couple of articles on him and his involvement. So for anyone listening, I would definitely check her out. Um, I actually interviewed her uh, a month or so, a couple months, months or so ago, um, for the nine, but yeah, honestly, I'm not as caught up on this as I should be, but I think it's definitely something that the PHF kind of, you know, needs to acknowledge and needs to look into. I'll link those articles. Cause I'm, I'm retweeting all that stuff all the time. Cause she writes some, she writes some great stuff for on her turf. So it's a great follow as well. If you're looking to follow more people that are doing stuff in women's sports. There you go. So there's that. And now I guess here's a great time to talk with everyone's favorite women's sports betting analyst, Derek. Take it away, Derek. Let's learn about women's sports betting and what's going on this week in that world. Thanks for listening to the Women's Sports Matter podcast. I'm Derek Kelly, Gianna's dad. As the event schedule is kind of light this week, I want to take the opportunity to talk a bit more about promotions that sportsbooks offer in the context of responsible gambling. You might have seen ads touting risk-free bets of hundreds or even thousands of dollars if you register an account with a sportsbook and make a deposit. These are not scams. But it is important to distinguish real money from account credit. If you take a sportsbook up on one of these offers, know that if you lose your bet, the sportsbook isn't going to immediately replace the cash you handed over. Rather, the sportsbook will give you the advertised amount in site credit. This is not real money. In order to convert it to actual cash, you could withdraw if you wanted. You would have to successfully wager that value. It never hurts to play with house money, but don't take these ads to suggest that you can't lose any cash in the deal. As with any time you bet on sports, you should actually expect to lose. That way you can only be pleasantly surprised if you do win. So getting into what's available to wager on this week. The Meyer LPGA Classic starts on Thursday, June 16th from Belmont, Michigan. Winners features should be available at legal Canadian and U.S. sportsbooks soon. 
the NWSL has matches on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this week, while the WNBA offers games every day except for Saturday and Monday. Check your favorite sports betting app the mornings of those contests for lines. As a reminder, previews for all these events and a lot more information is available at bethher.com. That's B-E-T hyphen H-E-R dot com. Thank you again, Derek, for informing us about what's going on this week in the world of women's sports betting. Really appreciate you taking the time to do all these segments. And again, please, if you want to get into sports betting, you don't have to. I'm just saying if you do want to, make sure to listen to what Derek's saying every week. Very informative tips. So there you go. And make sure to follow BetHer on Twitter. Everything is linked down below the website, social media, all of that. Now, let's move into something new that's going on this month for Women's Sports Matter. Each episode that I have the guest on, they will be making a choice of what LGBTQ plus charity I will be donating to for Pride Month. So. What did you pick today? Yeah, so I picked Brave Space Alliance. Um, It is the first Black-led and trans-led LGBTQ plus center. Um, It's in Chicago. They're based in Chicago. And their mission is really just to create and provide affirming culturally competent resources, programming, and services for LGBTQ plus individuals in Chicago. So it's local to me, and it's a mission I believe in. Gotta love the local angles to the show. Sometimes I try and incorporate, um, like, Chicago stuff. It's not that local for me. It's local for my family. They decided to raise me in the burbs for some reason. They're like, oh, we don't want to live in Chicago anymore. anymore. Let's go to Naperville, Illinois. So I'm living the dream in Naperville. Everybody's favorite town in, in Illinois. I feel like I, I saw it was the most overrated town, and I'm like, you're correct on that end. It is, yeah. well, there's other towns, but for the one that I can think of right now, I want to say Naperville is the most overrated. It is not my home hometown, though. I'm up from Bolingbrook, so I moved oh, 10 minutes okay. away from my house to come to go to freaking Dequa Valley High School. Interesting. Love that for me specifically um so naperville is overrated the only thing that i like about naperville is the river walk and that is overrated as well so there's that i mean there's the have you ever been to downtown naperville um so in the summer of 2020 i went um there were like a lot like you know how I think like someone like saw like a Black Lives Matter sign in like a window or something and like bashed in the window. So like a bunch of like students and stuff like organized to like spread love around the community. So I made like a bunch of signs and like drove to Naperville and gave them to someone to hang out for me. Yeah, I did see that. That was the talk of the town for a while. There was like, uh, I remember seeing like a bunch of people I knew going to like the the protest in downtown Naperville and, and 
and then the mayor came out and he was not helpful at all he made things worse trying to be like oh yeah we support you but also at the same time we don't so that's fun thank you steve for doing that you were no help at all and he's up for election in a few years so we're gonna say goodbye to him hopefully but downtown naperville i think the only thing i like about downtown naperville is the food there's some great restaurants and great ice cream shops there's also ben and jerry's shop that i haven't been to yet which is like i like ben and jerry's because of the what kind of i don't i dairy and i are beefing so that's what i that's what i say love the lactose intolerant um stuff that's out there so there's some options from them that I really like do you want to do a lightning round before we end today okay first question is favorite ice cream flavor we'll do that um okay I'm really basic and I like strawberry that is really basic I know so I'll, I'll confirm that for you that is really basic um when it comes to women's hockey are the things that the that people wear are they called jerseys or sweaters jerseys i'm american they're jerseys okay i i was fighting with someone about this and i was like well i actually don't know because i wouldn't consider myself a hockey fan and i said this like uh last winter i was like i don't really know they're called both i guess is that more of like sweater is like more of a canadian thing oh okay i don't know i'll look into that (laughs) I will look into them be like, hey, to all the Canadians out there that follow Women's Sports Matter, what is this thing called? <laughs> They're going to be like, a sweater. No, it's not. Mm-mm. So, many PHF teams. If you can add another one, or I shouldn't say there's many. There's not. There's what, like seven? There's six. six. Well, Montreal. Allegedly eight. allegedly but the other one doesn't exist so it's just seven if you could if you could create the logo and everything which i've seen that you've done some stuff Um, we're trying to figure out what the team is going to be and all that you can make like a team name and logo what would it be for the phf where would it be located um tell me more about that um this is kind of funny because i actually had this whole like brand identity concept for a team in Providence yeah I saw that that's why I'm asking you (laughs) um I think like part of me is like oh like I would do it for Chicago but like no like I'm so attached to this Providence idea but I'm keeping it a secret because I don't want anyone to steal it okay without giving you credit um but it is Carly Jackson approved so there we go that's the only approval you need yeah honestly there we go who are you beefing with? That's there's a I'll tell you my answer too cuz I'll go public with this. But who are you currently beefing with? It could be literally anything. Right now I'm beefing with Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> because of anyone who's on hockey Twitter knows uh the videos that came out last night and I I'm beefing with him if he is a cheater. There we go. I also saw those videos and it's like I don't know anything about men's hockey really. So I saw that and I was like, oh, I've heard bad things about Connor McDavid. So it's just like, I don't, I don't get involved in men's hockey Twitter. I'll stay in women's hockey Twitter. 
for now. Mm-hmm. And if I ever see fit just to be like, yo, the Blackhawks suck, I'll do that one day. Yeah. But um, I'm beefing with Derry. We'll, we'll go with that one. Okay. Um, and I'm beefing with JWS. I'll go, I'll okay. go public with that. I'm not saying the full thing, um, but I am beefing with JWS. So there you go, because they're questionable. Very questionable to say the least. And they here's my other thing. Um, then I'll be the only one mad about this. Their social media bios are different on each platform. And it's like, why would you do that? <laughs> they have all these different taglines. It's like, what? So that's why I'm beefing because they can't stick to one uh social media bio and other things. What is or do you own hockey jerseys? I do. I own several, actually. Okay, like, so what was your now. first women's hockey jersey, if, if you have one? Yeah, so it was a Buffalo Buttes Shannon Zabados jersey. Um, obviously, she no longer plays for them. She only played one season with them. Um, but then again, all my women's hockey jerseys are cursed anyways, so. I have I've- a... I have two PHF jerseys, and both of the players did not sign with their team again after one year. Yeah, I've been waiting. I have been trying to get one. They're also, like, so expensive. Yeah. Um, so I might just get a jersey. But I've been trying to figure out, like, which player to get and like what team to get because it's like oh I don't want to be like oh well now Gianna's like a Revitors fan no mm-hmm. I don't I don't have alliances really all like a few players like a few players and that's that's gonna be it um I don't have well I was I was a six fan because they were the first professional sports team to follow women's sports matter on Twitter and I was like okay. oh that's awesome I got a pro sports team and then I was like, well, Minnesota is the closest to me. I was like, well, I don't know. So I'm like, I don't know who to root for, but I'll root for certain players. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any suggestions for player merch that I should get? Uh, my suggestion is really obvious, so I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one when she signs. So yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Honestly, I'll tell you right now. I was gonna get this player's jersey, mm-hmm. and then I was like, it's so expensive. I'm gonna buy an NWSL jersey. The price is outrageous, and then the shipping price too. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up with that? It is obvious. I know exactly what you're talking about. People will not know. And that no. is on them. That is on them, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so there's that. Let's see. Final, we'll go final question. What is okay. your song of the summer? Oh, that's such a good question. Actually, I know the answer. Um, it's the song Pursuit of Happiness, but I can't remember who's by. I don't know. That's that's hang on, I'll look it up. My sister loves this song and I know exactly what you're talking about. And she plays it so much. And it's like, Bella, please stop playing the same five songs over and over again. I am getting it's tired by, of it. It's by Kid Cootie. Yeah. It's such a good song. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, when I would go out this past year at school, um, 
the places I went, uh, like they played like a remix of it. Oh my gosh. It was like the amount of serotonin that like coursed through my body when like I hear that remix is just like ridiculous. So I don't know. I just, I really love that song. There we go. I feel like what I'm going to do this whole season, well, at least for the summertime part of it, when I ask people their songs of the summer, that's what I did. Oh, I missed last week, but two weeks ago I did that. So it'll be interesting to see what people's music tastes are. Um, so there's that. This is the end of the show. This is the time where you get to shout out people. Anyone you want to shout out right now. Boom. Go ahead. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. My voice like cracked. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have so many people I'd love to shout out, but I am just going to go with three very lovely people, some of my best friends. Um, Nathan Strauss, you can find him at Nathan P. Strauss on Twitter. Um, Juliana Nikoch, she currently works for the Philadelphia Phillies, and she's one of my best friends. Um, you can find her at Juliana Nikoch on Twitter. And then, <laughs> this is embarrassing, but I am unashamed. Um, my very best friend, Carly Jackson, you can find her at Tough Mustard, T-U-F-F Mustard on Twitter. And Carly was on the show last season and she's a part of the podcast intro too. Yeah, so like it's perfect. Friend of the pod. Yes. That's all I'm going to say, friend of the pod. And now also is the time for, to inform the folks that are listening where to find you on social, just a little bit more about what you're doing right now, all that jazz. Go ahead. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Ann Tokarski. Um, no spaces, no underscores, anything, just Ann Tokarski. And then you can find my work. Um, so I write for the Nine newsletter. You can subscribe at theixsports.com for it's a six days a week newsletter um with each day focusing on a different women's sport and i have hockey fridays (laughs) Ooh, hockey fridays yeah all that that will all be linked down below okay now it's time for my spiel that's what i call it it's a lot i had to change it recently actually because i had to change well i didn't have to change i changed my social media handles and got a new one for i created a new account on tiktok freaking hate tiktok i'm not running the tiktok though there's not on me at all because i i don't know how to my sister knows how to do the dances i don't i don't care for that i'm just there for women's sports highlights and funny content which i don't know how to make any of that i'm still trying to see if people want to see some women's sports comedy from yours truly which will never, ever happen. But, all right, here's the spiel now. If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on four different platforms. On Twitter, it's W Sports Matter. And on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, it is Women's Sports Matter. One thing I'm really focusing on this season is going to support your local women's sports team. That can be by going to NWSO games, WNBA games, going to WFA games if you're lucky enough to have women's tackle football in your area. Or it could be going to smaller soccer, like amateur soccer games like UWS or W League. 
So much fun, exciting stuff you can do. Let me know if you're going out to a local women's sporting event by using the hashtag Women's Sports Matter, then you could be featured on the Women's Sports Matter Twitter page. There's also a YouTube channel. Do you want to see all my interviews? Like the, the people that I'm actually talking to, do you want to see that? Do you want you can you can do that. I didn't know if you knew that. You can subscribe to Women's Sports Matter on YouTube. That just hit the subscribe button. It's really easy, I promise. And then you can see that. And there is more content coming soon that is not just episodes. So there's that. I've run out of things to say. All the stuff, all the links that Anne talked about will be linked down below, as well as this week's charity. And of course, just a reminder, 15 bucks going to guest charities. That's, that's, that's what's going on this month for Pride Month. That's all I got to say. Go support your local women's sports team. Go follow Anne. And, and subscribe to Women's Sports Matter wherever you get your podcasts. That is it for this week. I'm going to go watch some TV. No, I'm going to go play FIFA, actually, because I have beef with Chelsea and what's going on in my team right now. So I'm going to go do that. But thank you again for listening to another episode of Women's Sports Matter. I really appreciate it. Go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to go now. I'll see you next week. That's all, folks. See you later. Bye-bye.